Detective, starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, who tells you the inside story of the Saloon Statuette. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform, reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Hello, Rhoda. Well, should be, John. Now, haven't we gone formal all of a sudden? Hello, Don. Why are you all dressed up in a dinner jacket? Well, it's not because I wanted to. I hate these boiled shirts. And why all the glamour? I'm supposed to go to a party. A party? Well, it's not a party, exactly. Well, make up your mind, Mr. Hancock. Is it or isn't it? Well, yes. You're making a lot of sense tonight, aren't you, Don? What I mean is, it isn't exactly a party. You said that before. It's an exhibit, sort of, the uh, Shalini Adonis. Oh, I've heard of it. It's supposed to be very beautiful. Silver, isn't it? Oh, that's the one. A man named uh, Stephen Glenwood owns it now and he's having a show. Hmm, you are very fortunate to be able to see it. It's supposed to be one of the masterpieces of the world. I was wondering if you and Rhoda would like to come with me. I know it'll be all right with Glenwood. Well, thank you very much, Don. I'd like to. Uh, Rhoda? Oh, I'd love it. Oh, you better dress so happily. I wouldn't want to shame down in front of his friends. Oh, don't be a goon, Rhoda. You shouldn't be so impressed with a dinner jacket. Yeah, I am. Where do you see me in my war paint? Yes, it's admired. Tell me it's really something. Yeah, I'll hope so when you come back. I didn't know you knew Stephen Glenwood, Don. I don't, but a friend of mine was the art critic from one of the Baileys, and he had a batch of passes, and he gave me three. Funny that Glenwood should have these separate. Why? He's a collector. Goodness knows he's got money enough to buy anything. I'm not so sure about that. I know that a great deal of it just came from inside Glenwood. I imagine the war has sort of cramped his style. Yeah, down to his last yard, I suppose. all the money in the world, except $16. Where'd he get the statuette, Don? Do you remember? Well, he brought it from some refugee who was hard up, my friend told me. Well, I'd better dress too. Make yourself comfortable. I'll be down in a minute. What time are they going to show the set to it, Oh, I thought we to see it. Well, 10 o'clock, all right. Ghost will be in that case over there with a stall on it. Well, you'll have to read it off half an hour anyway. It's only half past nine now. Mr. Blackstone, this is an honor. I'm Stephen Glenwood. Oh, how do you do? I've enjoyed your show many times. Oh, thank you, Mr. Glenwood. I've heard you're quite a collector too, Mr. Blackstone. Oh, Don, we've gotten some punch and die in the face. Oh, there's punch in the first room on your right, Mr. Hancock. But perhaps Mr. Blackstone will enjoy some too. Oh, uh, thanks, no. Uh, later, perhaps. I'll be back. But my collection is quite different from yours, Mr. Glenwood. I just collect magic. Isn't all beauty magic? I have often got her. In a way, perhaps you're right. But Don, what an awesome matter. That's why did you speak? You brought up the smoke. You might have been some of your tricks. It's a pretty world. I don't always like. It's silver. You're a bad one, Don. What on earth are you trying to say? Right in my hand. Yeah, it was gone. Nothing else. It's 
surprise me. What are you talking about, John? I'm telling you. <laughs> I was ordered to pen. I was told the butler to cut down on the brandy a little. No brandy? Rose. Uh, I'm mean, taking you out of the balcony for a little fresh air. I'm a seat to the rest of my day. We'll see you later. Uh, Honey, come on this way, John. You'll feel better in a minute. Well, I couldn't feel worse. Say, now, what is all this about? You haven't been drinking, have you, Don? Of course not. I want to get the trunk for Rhoda, and I took the wrong turn. To the left, instead of the right. A little room, and there was a bowl of roses on the table. Don't tell me the whole bowl went <laughs> No, just one rose went too. Kind of always liked, and well, I reached out to touch one of them. It exploded in the same air. A flash of light, and then nothing. Did the rose look any different from any of the others in the bowl? It's so silvery, that's all. That's funny. Well, there's probably some explanation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to unveil the Salini statuette. Oh, Come on, Mel. We don't want any mistake. Will you all stand back, ladies and gentlemen? We have a special sort of lighting arrangement in the case. And I want you all to catch your first glimpse of the statue at a distance. After that, you may examine it at will. Ready? I'll turn on the light inside the case. And twist off the door. There it is. The little Cellini statue of a dummy. Oh! Oh! Where do you see the tail on it? That's what made Celine the master his own. The light? Oh, the lights have gone off. What is this? Oh. Get the lights with sun. Turn it on. Quick. Don't send anybody to it. Oh, the light's that cousin. Look, black on. The statuette is gone. The case is broken. There's an elephant gun from the collection on the wall. Everyone stay where they are. That's what he says. Call the police someone. There's no means for that. I beg your pardon, Mr. Blackstone. Get that gun, Don. What are you driving at, Blackstone? Cover Brenner's gun. Me? You? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it kills. You're covered, mister. Well, stop taking down the thing will go off in your hand. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Put that gun down, Hancock. Don't you do it, Don. I'll hang on if it kills me. And it probably will. I demand an explanation. You'll get one. Or an apology if I'm wrong. Which I don't think I am. Rhoda? Yes, sir. Look at the case where the statuette was. On the bottom of the case, there is a face the statue was on, right? Right. The base is stained as though there's smoke, right? Right. And around the base, there are a few bits of charred paper. Yeah, that's right. What does this prove, Blackstone? We're wasting time. The thief can get away. No, he can't. We have him. Don Hancock has an elephant gun trained on him. Oh, great Scott. You're the thief, Leonard. The police pursued it when they discovered a real statuette hidden somewhere around this house. Call the police, Rhoda. You're the nice cold drink, and you just sit down and relax. Relax. I'll never be able to relax again. I wasn't set out for this sort of thing. Look, Blackstone, explain it all to me all over again, will you? You were there, Don. Frankly, I wouldn't be the one to know. Your Honor, everything went blind. <laughs> well, I suspected something was funny when you told me Glenridge had the statue I knew he'd covered heavy losses. All his money was tied up in germs. He couldn't have had the price for the statue. And then you told us about the rose that went cheap. And mentioned that the rose seemed silver. That rose spelled flash powder. You know, the kind photographers use. That's the only thing that would make the rose explode like that. Yeah, but the statue exploded too, and yet the police found it hidden in a secret panel in Glenridge's house. Don, sometimes I don't think you're quite bright. It exploded with a paper mache model of the statue. 
And the model had been sprayed with flash powder? Yeah, and some of the powder had got onto the rose as the model was being sprayed. Yeah, but how did you know it was Glenridge? Well, the case was smashed, but still the open wasn't large enough for the statue to have been removed. And that was something Glenridge hadn't figured on when he shot it with the elephant gun. One more thing I want to know. Why? The refugees who brought that statue into the country wasn't the refugees, but a German spy. Jim Higgs was to steal it, collect the insurance, and spit to the Nazi agents in this country. Well, I'll be darned. I suspected something funny when you said a refugee stole in the statue. But it was too big to smuggle out of the country, and the Nazis wouldn't have let anyone take anything that valuable, unless they wanted them to. So another mystery was solved by magic. And Don Hancock. Now, <laughs> uh, look, there's one favor I want to ask. What is it, Don? Just tell me about cases from now on. Don't take me along, too. <laughs> and now, how's about a trick to take our minds off all this? It's going to go over again. What trick are you going to show us now, Blackstone? A very famous one done that hasn't been done for 450 years. Don't tell me it takes that long to learn. If you don't know the secret, it would take at least that long. Christopher Columbus once performed it. You mean you're going to discover a continent, Blackstone? No. I'm going to balance an egg. Legend has it that Columbus balanced an egg as part of his argument that the world was right. Legend also has it that he broke the end of the egg in order to do it. But we aren't breaking any eggs. Yeah, the Blackstone, you have three eggs on that base. Can't the trick work the first time? Of course it will done. Those extra eggs are for you and Rhoda. So take the pick and we'll all start together right here on this table. Hey, look out, Rhoda. You'll crack that egg. Not with the tablecloth on the table, Don. You know, little home food hurt. Well, I suppose not. Right, the tablecloth ought to make the trick a bit easier. Not for you, old well, Don. And why not? Because you're trying to balance the egg on its small end, Don. Oh, well, I'll have to try the other way around, I guess. Doesn't, doesn't help me, though. Oh, it doesn't. These are strictly non-bankable eggs. You think so, Rhoda? Well, just take a look over here. <laughs> But look, John, Blackstone has balanced his egg already. Well, that's impossible. You're right, Rose. You're right, too, Don. It's impossible, but there it is, an egg standing upright. And if you think it isn't magic, well, here, just examine the egg for yourself. Well, it's just a perfectly ordinary egg. But uh, how did you make it balance? Well, we'll let Rhoda try it if you may, John. And if you can't make the trick work, I'll be back to explain How are you doing at balancing an egg? Balancing an egg is worse than balancing a budget. It just won't work. <laughs> Look, Rhoda. Just set the egg carefully on the big end, here on the table, and... It's balanced again. Of course, because I'm using a white tablecloth. This is a perfect trick for the dinner table, Rhoda. Ah, uh, you're spooking it now, Blackstone. How can a white tablecloth help the trick? Well, just take a close look, Don, after I lift the egg. I don't see anything. Oh, wait, I do. I feel it now that there's salt on this tablecloth. Exactly. Filling salt is good luck before you balance the egg. Just make a little pile of salt like this. On the white tablecloth where nobody will notice it. That's right. Then set the egg carefully on the table, using the salt like a little golf tee. And there's the egg. Balance. Well, you proved that Columbus is right, Blackstone. I hope you like that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, Mrs. Blackstone saying good magic. And goodbye. <laughs>
living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of The Curse of Kali and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician.